Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. The numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by Bar Canada here at the D. I don't know if it's brought to you by Bar Canada at the D, but that's where we are. It's Gil Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin in the Hizzy Producer, number nine, so much more than the producer, who will have a Ryder Cup preview a little later this hour you excited yeah, i got a couple bets you got exci- you get excited about the Ryder cup i get way more excited about when it's here in the united states yeah the, view- <laughs> the viewing time's a little difficult yeah the, be- the betting uh uh betting is far far less when it is uh over in europe you like to watch what you're betting yeah i do i do yeah uh, still to come also, we will hear from uh, Drew, the Armenian better, who will be joining us uh, in studio, probably uh, really just about trying to uh, inspire. If you are a, a young better or a new better who really has an interest in taking this seriously, uh, Drew is a great example of someone who started from absolute scratch and uh, made himself into something big. We'll talk to him a little later in the hour. But it is Thursday. It's 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. That means unscripted with the crack man, Bill Krakenberger. That's a little uh, L.O. Cool J. Mm-hmm. Don't call it a comeback oh, right there. Yeah. yeah, a man wears a Kangol. This man does too. <laughs> Bill Krakenberger from inside his automobile in New York City. Is that where you are? Yeah, speaking of somebody that made it big like your uh, your, your previous or your gambler that's going to come on, the Armenian Nightmare, whatever his name is. <laughs> the Armenian um, Nightmare. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I have made it big in the world of bagels. And uh, as you can see here, this is uh, Essa Bagel, my favorite bagel, which I'm about to have sesame seeds all over me. Oh, boy. But as you can see, oh my that, God. Is, that is a bagel. That is a bagel. I mean, which, um, which, anyway, yeah. What do you so, got inside yeah, that Yeah, what's bagel? on there? Bill? What was on the bagel? Um, the first one had like, uh, you know, it had like the locks, the the, the, the the onion and stuff. I had that. This one is for later on. I just wanted to open it. This is the dessert one. This is the apple cinnamon cream cheese. Oh, my this God. This one put you in the nursing home. Oh, my You're God. You're on the way to the nursing home. This one put you in the nursing home. <laughs> By the way, the best apple cinnamon cream cheese in the world. Essa Bagel over on first. Uh, they have a location on third. Uh, they, you know, they've been in business like 40 years. Old school bag. Used to be number one. Now there's like three or four of them that always fight. So I, I'm here. I'm um, 
I'm headed up to uh, now uh, Babe, Ruth, Lou Gehrig, uh, Billy Martin, up to their graves. I'm going to visit that. You know, my little cemetery gig I like doing once in a while. Um, James Cagney, also in the same cemetery. So I'm headed over there. I'm, I'm actually in town. There's a Boxing Hall of Fame uh, dinner and induction for New Jersey. I'm picking up my friend that's, that's driving in from Erie, Pennsylvania. And uh, picking him up, we're driving down Atlantic City. George Foreman, Pinkland Thomas, a lot of a lot of big old names in, in, that are going to be in there today. And uh, the dinner's tomorrow. It should be a fun time. That's awesome. New so, Jersey, New Jersey Boxing Hall of Fame, correct? For the state of New Jersey. It's in New Jersey. Yeah. It's in the state of New Jersey, right. Um, um, I don't want to let the, the cemetery thing go by without sort of following up oh, on that. So you just, you do oh, that yeah. randomly? You just like go to a cemetery yeah. and you hang out? Well, here I had, I flew into Newark. I had literally seven hours to kill, so I decided to hit the bagel place first. Then I'm going to go to uh, – uh, I, I like going to famous cemetery things. And I, I seen the Pride of the Yankees last week. I haven't seen it uh, in uh-huh. probably 20 years, Lou Gehrig. And I said, you know what? It, it just affected me different this time. I'm going to go uh, up there. And I always wanted to go to, like, Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig are buried like literally two miles apart and around approximately in different cemeteries. And I love James Cagney, the song and dance man, also tough guy. And, um, and then Billy Martin, Tommy Dorsey. There's a lot of pe- people that are actually, people may not know, because, you know, I'm old school. I'm you are old school. These. And I like going to this type of thing. It's a little hobby I have, cemetery tour. Uh, you know, it might be a little weird to some people, but... It's something I usually do in the off season, just that I have like seven hours to kill. No, I was either go there or the or the Bronx Zoo. So I said, let me I, go to the. I respect anyone who has honor for uh, folks of the past. I, I I respect that. We have too many people on Earth who think that the world started when they were born. So I love that. Yeah, uh, here's a little honor, Gil. One hundred and sixty bucks that you can uh, you could uh, and I just got a ticket, and I told the guy, can you give me the ticket as fast as possible? Because I have to go on air. Normally, I would have talked my way out of it. Wait, you got a ticket, ticket for so. because you illegally yeah, parked gotta, for this? I did. I, oh. I illegally, no, I, I, I made a turn illegally. He said, oh. I was still doubt. I, I knew I had a red light, and I, I waited to green light. I thought I did everything right, but I didn't want to argue. I said, how much is the ticket? He said, $139. Fine. Can you ride it as fast as possible, please? <laughs> Did, did you I say, wasn't trying to be a jerk. Did you say to him, like I said to the guy in Vegas? I got to go got, on air. I, I go on the air. guy who got me for steal, for uh, speeding here, I go, hey, uh, while I have you, what about what are you going to do about this stuff flying off your trucks? I said to him. <laughs> and he goes, you're way more oh. of a menace than they are. I, w- uh, I was going oh, to wow. comment that it looked yeah. like Bill wow. Bill got the best parking spot in New York yes, City yes, somehow with his shot right now. <laughs> hey, uh, Bill, I heard oh, you. No, I spent four bucks. Uh, you know, it's four dollars. But anyway. Well, I'm sorry about the ticket. I heard you have a I heard you have a story for us. Oh, no, you know, let me get my phone out. Of course. Stories. My life's just every week a story. Like a cartoon character. Um, so. Do you know what I'm referring I, I, to? Yes. Oh. Reality shows? Yes. I, I was filming two reality shows. One, you and I filmed down at Circa. Mm-hmm. I filmed last week when um, I had 10 picks on Jacksonville. And, and, and that, that was a nice end to my circle life on oh, those 10 picks anyway. You got knocked out of Survivor with 10 Jacksonvilles? Yeah. Oh, 10 man. Jacksonvilles. Yeah. So I had 10 Jacksonvilles on that one. I'm partners with other guys. We still have 
Not many. Three and I don't want to tell you how much we invested. Uh, exactly what I said. You know what? Great that you said this. Gil, you remember the beginning of the season we talked about this, about people get upset that you're in the, you're in with other people. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just tell you, between me, my personal outlay, 10, 16, about 20, 20 some dimes, and, and that's mostly gone. So, um, Man. you know, people get all weird about it. They, oh my God, you get, you know, like you, 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 you know, you, you, uh, you, you're, you have more than t- the 10 entries. Well, like, uh, John Orlando, we, we do our podcast. So John, someone in the office said, Hey, John and I would like to put $200 each up. Can you put $600 up? I gave him 600. They lost it the first week on Seattle. Like I, I'm not complaining, but some people can't afford to put a thousand dollars in. So I, I said, yeah, you know, it's a nice, it's a fun thing. Looking back at it now, the millions is probably the way to go. But you know, only because it's—I would have been in all year. It was a little bit of an overlay. Are but, you? Um, are you not in millions at all? Oh no, I'm in. I have five entries in millions. Oh, okay, yeah. I was wondering. Yeah, you just no, said I'm in millions. I'm by the way doing good. Yeah, doing good in millions. You just—you just mean ticket. you don't. You just mean you don't want to do Survivor at all anymore. Is what you're saying? I got to tell you something. Not just because of this year. I, I, I just think that. The outlay of money, you know, I lost a lot of money in the first three weeks on, on football pools. But, you know, it, it's a big luck factor, as you see. You know, you would know this. Is 75% of the pool out right now? Uh, 70, 73 plus percent are out. Last year at this point, 74 plus percent were out. Yeah, listen, if I had 10 selections, I'd be the king of the world. Sour grapes, which I never normally have. Don't forget <laughs> it. So, but my purpose is. Um, I was so we're, I was filming two reality shows. In addition to, it, it's very difficult this time of the year with podcasts and things and shows. So I was filming the reality show. You and I did a couple segments together on the Circle One. So there was one down at the Westgate that I was taking part of, and the producers they they, they asked me to hey can you you know can we, we they looked me up they found me. And then they started asking, like, crazy questions, Gil. And, you know, like, they, they just wanted so many different things, help on different areas. Like, listen, when we did action on Showtime, it was Showtime. I don't even know what this Fugazi network is they're doing it on. But uh, anyway, um, they, they, they asked me, like, hey, can you get this person or that person. Well, first, I want to read you some of the text real quick. So they wanted a sports betting you know, background, and they say, can you, get, can you jump on a call with one of the bosses? So I jumped on a Zoom call. He's like, listen, I allotted 45 minutes for this. Five minutes, you're on. You're good. I like to have a sharp side like you. So then um, this girl, Anne-Marie, one of the producers Hey, Bill, we're looking for a few more amateur bettors who are wagering lots of cash. And any amateurs you know who'd be good. And also looking for a guy who bets on tennis, coincidentally. Um, you, Bill. But uh, <laughs> let me know if you have anyone in mind. So they wanted to know if anyone bets on tennis. They wanted to know if any people are betting a lot of money. And more importantly, they wanted me to be someone I wasn't. How much money are you willing to take to a counter and bet. And I just said, you know what? What? Zero. Zero. Like, that. that's not me. I don't go to the counter and bet. I'm trying to explain to them, 
Your money's on the apps. That's what you look at when we bet. We don't. You want to look at the app? Fine. You can look on it. I really don't bet too much cash. You know, at the and when, when we filmed action, I did go down to South Point because they took more. One of the places they take more in person than the app. So I had them film something there, but I'm not one to go to a sports book with a lot of money to show off money and fancy car. You, you know, it's just not me. So I kind of got upset that I was like, and, and my response is, which, am I on for another segment or well, no? You're on for another segment. So hold this thought because I'm, I'm curious yeah. where this is going. Cause There's I, more. There's yeah, because I can I can tell you. I kind of spoke my mind here. Yeah. Oh no. Mind, you know? Oh, I like to hear this. Uh, Hollywood, Hollywood people. Okay. You know, Let's hold your thought. Hold your thought. We'll go to commercial. Uh, Bill spoke his mind as his annoyance was increasing on this. We'll uh, hear the end of this story on the other side. Numbers game. Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, bro. <laughs> A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. The NHL season is almost here, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. You ready for hockey season, Kelly? Hell yeah. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get our all-new NHL betting guide featuring previews for all 32 teams, futures bets, award picks, and season-long props, first-period betting strategies, Steve Mackinnon's power ratings, plus best bets, articles five days a week once the season starts. This guide's a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN NHL betting guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Little uh, since we're talking to Bill about uh, his uh, story here on a reality show, which he's about to uh, continue with, you had just sent me this from Richard uh, Deitch. Uh, is it Deitch or Deitch? Do we know? 
I always, I've always said Deitch, but I don't no, really know. I don't yeah. really know. <laughs> but he's sorry, always, Richard. he's always, sorry about that, Richard. We, he does great work. Yeah. He does great work. He's always covering uh, sports, sports media, sports yeah. media in general. His latest tweet, Amazon Prime Video's Sports Talk Block, which was announced last year as a daily 12-hour programming block of studio shows, will end at the end of October. The company declined comment. The media business is brutal. He says, wishing the best for those talent creators. So that was like... That was the one where I was saying, talking about last year where you couldn't even find it. Yeah. Carrie Champion had a show. Our buddy Reed Fowler was on there. Yeah, and we, and we don't know details. We don't of, know You details. know, what, what yeah. exactly is going on or when it's ending. But, yeah. you know, with that, it's... I, I think it was interesting when we first kind of, you know, were stumbling upon it and learning about it as, as just kind of another sports media outlet out there. But, like, you always brought up, you, know, you can never find the you, damn thing. You have to be able to find something. Yeah. Yes. That would be job one. Um, so there you go. There's the latest uh, in that um, unscripted with the crack man, Bill Krakenberger. He joins us once again from inside a vehicle outside of a bagel shop, Essa <laughs> Bagel in New York City. Uh, so you're doing in addition to your Fox show, in addition to yeah. uh, Wise Cracks, which you do a podcast with John Orlando, in addition to hanging out with us each and every Thursday. You are on a couple reality shows, one that centers around Circus yes. Survivor, which you've now been bounced from. Sorry about that. Um, yep. And then there's this other one that you were just talking about. And so the producers were asking yeah. you questions and you were starting. Well, they're to, asking. Yeah. They're asking for some. They wanted people to have a lot of money and bet a lot of money. And that's scripted reality. It's fake. So they wanted to find like they wanted to like they were looking for like the the Kardashians of the betting world. And I just didn't like the questions where they were going. That was the one question. The next one was, hey, they are also last minute, or we are also last minute looking for guys who bet on soccer, if you know anyone. Well, I, like this is NFL week one they're filming. You asked me for someone that's betting on tennis. You asked me for someone's betting on soccer. And now you're asking for amateurs that have a lot of cash. And you want me to go to the window with a lot of cash. So I kind of got a little bit frustrated because, you know, we know what sells more than a lot of these people that are trying to make documentaries, people that don't gamble, people that aren't in the space, people just trying to make some money. So I already don't really care for these Hollywood types to begin with. So luckily enough, I do pretty good in life. I don't have to worry about if they don't like me or not after I say something. So let me read something to you. I said, hi, it's so hard because I really don't deal with a lot of people here in Vegas. What I'm saying off record now is on record uh, <laughs> is you just can't trust people that gamble out here. You have to be real careful who you deal with. I keep my circle very tight and small. I may explain that on air. Just to explain that, that, that part of the, you know, the, the gambling and, 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 you know, gamblers and stuff and the circle, you know, every, every two, three, four years, there's a fresh faces, man. They get burnt out. They go broke. So I'm trying to explain it to her. Next thing I get a letter. And by the way, this is after they told me to come in, work my schedule around when I'm done with my Fox show. Please come to the studio. Uh, I'm sorry, to uh, Westgate after your show. We want to start filming. They sent me an email two days before. Thank you so much for the time you invested in the casting process. We met very many interesting people along the way. You were among the small pool of serious contenders. It's a form letter. Our apologies for getting to this to you just days before filming. Decisions we're making last, last night. I 
curse them all out. Because I changed my schedule around to wow. be down there. By the way, they're, they're not filming me. So on a Friday, you, you, you pull this BS, and I just kind of probably went overboard a little bit, too, because it, this wasn't big. Had a forty-five minute interview with me, and they got done with it in five minutes. They said, "Oh, you're great, you're on," because I'm real. They want BS people betting money. Go to go to TikTok, go to Instagram. You can find many of these charlatans, con men, scammers, people showing money. That's just not me. But if you want the sharp side of sports betting, which may be boring for a lot of the Kardashian audience that you have there, sweetie. You know, that's not me. Yeah. Take, take it, as my father would say, take it on the hop. Yeah. So d- doesn't this get to, a, a, the, you know, the broader point that we've made in, in different contexts before, which is, and I guess this is true of different walks of life, too. But since we're immersed in betting, it sort of is we, we think it's it's all about what we do. Maybe it is more pronounced, but. Betting is one of these things, and we've seen it with like mainstream media, right? As soon as betting was legalized, everybody became a betting expert overnight, right? And with Very good. and with someone who's doing a Hollywood production who doesn't really know it, they've got their preconceived notion. We even, by the way, you and I have no names, but there was someone on action, right, involved who had his preconceived notion of nope, this is how I'm doing it, and it didn't matter how much advice he got. He just went with what he wanted to do. Um, I don't yeah. know if you know who I'm talking about on that on that set, but it, it was sort of that's always going to be the case. And I think betting is one of these things that people feel like they can instantly know what it is. There's something about it specifically because there's no there's no barrier to entry, right? And so they have their central casting notion of it, and they, and it overrides any incoming advice. And, I, and it sounds like that's what you experienced with it to some degree. Yeah, I guess. You know, they, at the, like you're saying at the beginning, people thought this space was going to be so much bigger. Just think about, I think Bleacher Report's totally out of the gambling space. They had the studios at Caesars. I think, is, did ESPN close their studios here in Las, well, they're in they Las did. Vegas? They did. Yeah, well, right, it, so, this, so yeah. They're, they're gone. Another one gone. I mean, think about and that's the Mecca, ESPN. Yeah, well, they had a deal. It was a deal with Caesars, and now they're doing their own thing. So, yeah. Right. Now they're doing their own sports book, which should be big. They're going to get a lot of their their audience betting sports and stuff, I understand. But not only that, look across the scope, the scope of of the gambling media networks. Look at all the people that got fired or at a job. Um, You know, they, 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 they got rid of a lot of guys that were actually some people in the space were very knowledgeable some weren't and you know they put a lot of females in the space they and and it just it didn't work out for a lot of them too across the whole scope of everything like i said it's unbelievable that they really thought it was a bigger space than what it was and it's not but you know what for guys like me i'm really happy because i was betting sports and making a lot of money way before any of this became popular and glamorous and, you know, and all of a sudden now the space opened up. I can talk about some things, help some people, try to show them some value of different things. And uh, by the way, there's a lot of people that are a lot sharper than me that won't ever go on air and never talk about things. Because, one, they probably can't talk on media. They freeze up like Ralph Cramden making a commercial on the honeymooners. <laughs> there's that. Or yes. They would, yeah, there's that. Or they wouldn't they, they honestly wouldn't be able to communicate well 
for the people at home. Or the other point is they don't want to give out. Maybe they don't want to give it uh, out. Nuggets of wisdom. That's right. You there know? are certain things they don't but, want to uh, give out. Sure. If this all goes away for me, I can just always still make money betting sports. And that's always going to be my my primary income, to yeah. be honest with you. Bill, we appreciate it. Um, there's one thing we do know. You have some great bagels in your bag right now. That you'll have yes. those for the rest of the day. And, and, and catch this pastrami later on. <laughs> and I may finish the triple play out with a little uh, go down to Wohop on Mott Street and take a little Chinese food on the uh, to go. Oh, All my right, guys. God, I'm hungry. Thank you. Thank you, Bill. Thank Sorry you. about the ticket, man. Bill Krakenberger, hey. everybody. No problem. Yeah. Hey, guys. Man made an illegal U-turn in New York City. Got a ticket for... What do you say, 165 or 100, something like that? Yeah, something like that. Oh, man. I totally thought parking spot like you did immediately. I did, too. Immediately. <laughs> as soon as we popped him up, I was like, man. Because Bill feels like one of those guys. He'll go right to the front. He'll park it. <laughs> yeah. You know? I wish I was that guy. You know? I was just like, yeah, this is my spot. Here. Grab the keys. Four bucks a pop for a parking spot, huh? I guess that's New York City these yeah. days. Um, we appreciate Bill Krakenberger with his, uh, with his latest tale of a, a documentary gone awry. Walked off the set. Basically. Mm -hmm. And then they told him, well, we'll go in a different direction. So, you know, I don't know what happened first there. Uh, We'll come back. Ryder Cup thoughts with Kelly Bidlin on the other side. Uh, And we'll also hear. I know Bill called him the Armenian nightmare. The Armenian better on Twitter is what he is. Uh, Drew joins us. I get my hair cut uh, at the same place. You ready for this? You remember? uh, (laughs) You were telling me this. Do you remember uh, Mariah Mills? Yeah. Who was uh, Zion Williamson's? had an alleged run-in with Zion. Run-in, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we get our hair cut apparently at the same place, and so does this dude. And he's uh, he's been on Spanky's podcast. He's been on Rob Pizzola's podcast. He joins us as well. Ryder Cup on the other side. Numbers Game VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. We're back with another week of football. DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. Football's more fun when you're in on the action, so download the app now and sign up with code VEGAS. New customers can bet just $5 to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with Code Vegas. The crown is yours. We get tweets at beating the book. Always appreciated. Uh, the Num Guys. Promo code ANG. Is that a reference to Taiwanese filmmaker Ang Lee? Just curious. Great show. No, Kelly. What does it stand for? A numbers game. Just curious. ANG. All right. Well, you asked the question out loud. When was the last time the Packers have been home dogs to the Detroit Lions? Obviously a reference to the fact that Aaron Rodgers and before that Brett Favre were quarterbacks for the Packers all these years. And uh, we don't really have the answer because everybody's <laughs> given us two dates. I got multiple answers. Uh, Danny, Danny Rode, Rhodes, pardon me, Danny, if I didn't say that correctly, Danny Rode. Uh, says 1996, I believe. Then Vegas regular said, this is the first time the Lions have been favored at Green Bay since 1986 when Green Bay had uh, their starting quarterback. I, I suppose he means not Brett Favre. Or, <laughs> I have no, I have or no idea Rogers. who it was in 86. Yeah, uh, sports betting guy. Pretty sure the last time the Packers were home dogs to the Lions was week 17 of 2011. Packers opened as favorites, but... Rested starters to the Lions closed as road favorites. Ah, that's probably the answer. It's probably a trick question, right? Because that's the answer, that they sat starters in 2011. It's a good point. 
Uh, this is from. Jeez, I got a 2017 one too. I got November 6, 2017. Lions minus two and a half at Green Bay. Yeah, maybe we're the ones that should research this. How about that for a suggestion? <laughs> Um, Maybe there's a lot more uh, yeah. than I think there were, too. I Jake Miller. I believe the Packers' home field is worth three, especially on a short week, considering that the line indicates that the Lions would be a four and a half, uh, would be a four and a half point favorite on a neutral, seven, seven and a half at home, teasing Green Bay to plus seven and a half at home. Seems like a solid teaser leg. I'll combine that with Carolina, plus ten and a half versus Minnesota. Okay. So he doesn't care about no Wong teaser leg on Carolina. I don't mind the four and a halves going, going past the ten. It's a lot of points in the NFL. GV at New Jersey, New York, he chimes in on Survivor. He says, the reason why getting eliminated hits hardest in Survivor is the relative simplicity. Just pick the, win- just pick the winner in a sport that we hyper-focus on for months drives you up a wall. I, I think it's that. I do think that Paul Carr's point is the right one, too, which is you live with it in yeah. a way that you don't the others. Right? You have five picks a week. You're not really... You, you you think about it. You you definitely do a little stewing about it. But Survivor is like the ultimate stew. Yeah, and, and I think you always do a great job of this. When we get later in the year, but of what you know, what the value is of your Survivor pick at that current moment in time, based yes. on you know how many how many people are left. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some of that in the beginning of the season that you just. Like subconsciously, right? Like you don't think about it, but you know every week you get further. Like it is one week further to the ultimate end goal. For show. Notebook wager, uh, wager, JK. He says, Oh, I said Travis. Did I say Travis Henry and not Travis Hunter yeah, when I was talking did. about Colorado? Did, yeah. He said Travis Hunter, not, he said, not former Bills, former Vols running back, father of 11, Travis Henry. Yeah. Um, fertile guy. Let's see. Uh, Phil Weiss, did I hear that crack is at the gate of heaven? Uh, tell him to say it. Say hi to my folks, he said. Okay. Uh, John Massey, Ralph Branca, Dutch Schultz, and the Mara family at the same cemetery that crack is at. D-Gen, Southern Gen, every time I hear Bill Crackman's intro music, I picture him entering the sports book in a robe like a prize yeah. fighter, drinking <laughs> coffee and bobbing his head. Yes, the coffee is right. Uh, giving high fives to patrons while Bruce Buffer introduces him as he steps up to the kiosk. Yeah, that's what happens every time. Uh, let's see here. Boop, ba-doo, ba-doo. Kevin Ryan. Gil is a longtime 65-year-old gambler. I'm still confused when I hear Capper say, my power ratings make this team a whatever points favorite over another team. How are these numbers deduced for betting purposes? Well, it gets down to how everybody puts their power ratings together. Uh, everyone has their own Scale, methods of doing yeah. so. Um, but yes, that does convert if they're doing it in their own way to a point spread and bet accordingly. Let's see. It's usually uh, a more complicated version just of how uh, me and you do our power rankings every week. They're actually more assigning num- numbers to value numbers to every single team. And uh, respect the process. I'd pay money to cruise through Jersey with Bill Krakenberger and hit up food spots. Crackman, one hand on the wheel, the other out the window, giving a history lesson about back in the day, like uh, like uh, Bronx Tale meets diners, drive-ins, and dives. Respect. There you go. Threw in a little... Uh, What's my man's name with the drive-in and dives? What is Guy it? Fieri. Guy Fieri, yeah. Isaiah Wrinkle's hero, personal hero. Is he? Yeah. I, oh, I didn't know. know. I think Pete Futak, too. Really? Oh, Pete Futak, for Pete's sure. Got He's got posters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Posters He's up trying, there. trying to do shots with him. He's got posters up there. Do you know the like people that. who love watching that show? I'm always like, why are you watching this? Like, But you don't get to eat it. Why are you watching this? Uh, I, I can't watch those shows. I can't, watch, I, those I can't shows. watch those shows because is it a good show? It's a great sure, show. Sure, but I want to eat Am it. Am I starving 20 yes. minutes into it? Yes. I don't get it. I, I, don't, I can't do that. I can't, I can't do that. I can't just every 20 minutes be like, well, that looks good. Let me go eat something. 
It's like, I don't want to get into my brain, but it's like the food equivalent of like these establishments in Vegas that everybody loves going to. And I'm like, why do you like that? You're just, you don't get to, anyway, it's a whole thing. It's just um, a tease. Right? Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup, everybody. Um, this is where, boy, the nationalism comes out. We have, or you have thoughts on what, you've made a few bets, not that many. Yeah. Real quick, because we did this yesterday also, format for everybody, real quick. Yeah, real quick. So this is, and we did just get pairings for the first session, so this will be important. It'll be a lot more betting day-to-day and session-to-session than probably futures, at least. At least for me... For me, it's probably going to be about split even. I, w- I think someone like Wes Reynolds, he's going to be betting the sessions a whole lot more. Uh, probably Matt Eumanns, too, because he's up all night anyway. So I'm sure he'll be betting a lot. Checkvisa.com <laughs> for all those. But yeah, we get you know early session. We get uh, session one, session two. So you get two sessions on Friday, two sessions on Saturday, and that's foursomes and four ball. And then you get singles matches on Sunday. Um, obviously this is match play singles matches is pretty self-explanatory Four balls. Everybody plays their own ball. You take the best score at the end of the hole, uh, foursomes, you're playing alternate shot basically, uh, between the two, the two guys. So we did just get session one info for tomorrow. And a lot of these people have been speculating about, and yes, I got my favorite pairing of golf of all time. Gil, there was a lot of speculation over this. Mm Mm-hmm. Giannis and Damian Lillard. It's basically the equivalent. Yeah. John Rahm and Tyrrell Hatton Uh, will go up against Scotty Scheffler and Sam Burns. I don't know if if Rahm and Hatton are going to fight each other, fight fight the other team, get in fight with a with a fan on the sideline. I don't know. But the idea that those two guys who we've seen get pretty angry on the golf course together playing together is amazing. So. That is match one. U.S. rolling out Scheffler and Burns, who have played a lot together in match play events. Rahm and Hatton uh, for the European side. Match two, Homa and Harmon versus Hovland and Aberg. So there was a lot of speculation with Ludwig Aberg get paired with one of the big European stars he did. Uh, match three, Ricky Fowler and Colin Morikawa up against Shane Lowry and Sepp Straka getting the early call. That's kind of surprising. And match four, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley versus Rory and Tommy Fleetwood. So European team really loading up the back end uh, there. So that is session one tomorrow. They will, again, have an afternoon session. Then you're going to have two more sessions on Saturday and the singles matches come to play on uh, Sunday. So bets that I made for futures for this are uh, Victor Hovland. I played for the uh, most point score for the European side as well as for the entire entire tournament. Can help if I can find my bets. Thanks, guys. Um, the Xander Shafi, I played top American point score uh, at plus 625. He's going to get a lot of run here. The question with the American side, because it's so deep, Gil, is which of these guys are going to play the most amount of matches? I do think Xander is going to be near the top of that list. Played him plus 625, top American. Victor Hovland, Top European five to one. Victor Hovland top point score overall, a little over ten to one. And then Gerald Hatton top point score twenty one. Shout out to Chris Felica if he's watching. We were t- we were texting about uh, Hatton the other day, and of course I had to make a twenty to one bet on him to be the uh, top point score. So those are futures. You can bet those uh, all the way up until tomorrow when this thing will get underway. I'm sure there will be updated stuff throughout. Uh, as far as the overall overall three-way line, it is USA. I mean, last check was like even money, plus 105 now. Europe, plus 105, and Thai is plus 900. Uh, if anything, I think it swung too much. There was some value on Europe probably about a month ago. Uh, if I haven't played I haven't played a side in this in general, but if I, if I had to right now, Gil, it would be on the USA. Um, 
Although historically results in Europe. Yeah, it's been about 30 years. 1997, Europe, one point win, up five going into singles. 2002, a three point win. 2006, a nine point win. 2010, a one point win, up three going into singles. 2014, a five point win. And 2018, a seven point win. Is that all true? Yep. And Europe also five and one in the last six following a U.S. win. This U.S. team's stacked, though. Like, this is, this is one of the be- best teams the U.S. has ever put together. Like, this is. They are extremely deep. I think you could make the argument that Europe is trotting out two of or three of the best the best guys out there with Victor Hovland, Rory McIlroy, and John Rahm. Um, yeah, but they are really top-heavy. So some of the guys that they're going to have to play, like Sepp Straka getting the nod today, he's a great golfer. But when you look at what's on the American side, it is talent and talent from top to bottom of the roster. I mean, we, when you sit here, if I had to tell you the guy I was scared about the most is Brian Harmon, and he is – he won the freaking uh, Open Championship this year. I mean, come on. Like, that is – it's pretty wild how deep they are. A top 10 machine, Brian Harmon. Yeah. Over the years in actual golf tournaments. We'll come back. Drew, the Armenian better. Inspiration for young betters, perhaps. On the other side, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my <laughs> A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Worlds are colliding. We've got a subscription contest going between the shows here at VSEN, and we need your help to win. Up for grabs, a $1,000 voucher at Circuit Sportsbooks to be used on a Super Bowl futures ticket. And to sweeten the deal for you, you'll save 40% when you sign up on our football season special and use promo code ANG. ANG, a numbers game. 
What was the first one? I almost said that right. A numbers game. Bragging rights and a $1,000 futures ticket is on the line. Make this football season your best ever and help us do the same. Save 40% off our football season special today when you use promo code ANG. That's VSIN, V-S-I-N dot com slash subscribe. Skill Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Once again, Monday Night Football tonight. Uh, real quick, Detroit. Oh, Thursday Night Football. <laughs> also, Travis Henry. Apparently, Travis Henry's playing Monday yeah. Night Football Monday tonight Night football. on a Thursday. I got it all together. It, it's as if there's clanging in my ear another noise to distract me. No, uh, Thursday Night Football tonight. Detroit, one and a half point favorites on the road against Green Bay. But Green Bay will get, it appears, Aaron Jones and Christian Watson back. Offensive line trouble for both teams. David Bakhtiari and Elchin uh, Jenkins out for Green Bay. Zach Tom questionable as a replacement. Green Bay has the, uh, pardon me, Detroit has the same issue on the Offensive line, uh, Halupulivati Vitae and Matt Nelson also ruled out on their offensive line. Taylor Decker and Jonah Jackson questionable to replace. Also, Jair Alexander for the uh, Packers, we should mention. The cornerback, questionable. So a lot happening there um, in terms of protection. The total's 45 and a half, maybe an underplay. Again, uh, both Jared Goff and Jordan Love, when you look at the metrics, really play poorly when they are under pressure. They really drop off a cliff uh, in terms of their rankings. And Green Bay has been super fortunate inside the red zone already. So you put all that in the mix. Maybe it's an underplay at 45 and a half. Lions taking money, too, Gil. Uh, this is Lions are the, taking the money. The one and a halves are gone that we started the show with. They two, two and a half pretty much everywhere. Circa, MGM, all at two and a half. Interesting. Okay. Uh, this is a treat. Um, so I was, I was mentioning this earlier. I get my hair cut uh, out here uh, west of the strip, let's say, uh, by a guy who really typically he cuts just women's hair. Mariah Mills of Zion Williamson fame. Uh, he was cutting her hair just a few weeks back. Um, and uh, he only has like a few male clients. And so I'm in the chair and dude rolls up waiting for to get his hair cut right after me. And uh, he looks at me and he goes, oh, I know that dude right there. Uh, and then he figures it out. He, he goes on his uh on his phone, he figures it out. And it turns out he has been not only on Spanky's podcast, but also on Rob Pozzola's as well, Circles Off. Uh, you know him on Twitter as the Armenian Better, Armenian Better without the V. It's Drew, Armenian Better, here with us in the flesh. How you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for, uh, it's so funny that we met that way. Yeah, very funny. Very funny. Your hair looks great, by the way. You got Thank it done you. yesterday? Yes. Yeah, yes. Nice, nicely you. done. Nicely done, Dave. Um, okay. The reason why I want to uh, have you here is... You can serve as inspiration for there are there's going to be a subsection of people who listen to this show, a subset where they're like super into this. They're kind of new to it. And I think you serve as a great inspiration at one time. And we'll get to where he is now. But at one time, you were just a square better like anybody else. Yeah. Would you say a bad better even? Mm, I mean, I think everyone has been a bad better at one point or another. Um, we just as humans, we have like a lot of things going against us in terms of cognitive biases and just how we look at things situationally. Uh, but when you start reading books and, you know, diving down that rabbit hole to just kind of find out how things actually work and how people who have been successful before you became profitable, then you kind of learn what things not to do, what things to do, uh, and just kind of how to become a better, better. As how to says. become a better, better. As Maggie would say, the name of his podcast. Yeah. So what was the leap for you? I get it. So you, you were super interested in the subject. You started betting. Maybe you weren't the best. You were like anybody at the beginning. And you decided what, what got you to the point you are now, which is how would you describe your operation? Like, what would you, if someone said, what do you do? 
what, what would you describe that to people as? We just bet. But no, it's more than that. You're, you're looking at screens all day. Like this is a, it's a mini spanky sort of thing, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know the extent of exactly what he does. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of, you know, paying attention to markets, a lot of uh, injury related stuff. I mean, just to put it as simply as I possibly can, we just bet where we believe we have an edge. And sometimes that's based on information. Sometimes it's based on watching how the line is is getting hit back and forth. Um, there's a lot of different indicators. I mean, every time a book moves their line, it's a piece of information. So if you're able to kind of look at that and just kind of piece things together and almost like put a probability of what's going to happen to that line, uh, then you can kind of predict how things are going to move. What would you say if I, if I asked you to give a general number on your network of outs, what would that number be? I can't even recall. At, at least a couple hundred. At least a hundred. couple hundred. Yeah. That's where you've hundred. gotten to at this yeah, point. Give or how, take. how many people in your operation itself? Uh, obviously, I mean, it's just myself and my partner, Harut. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have a few guys that, you know, work for us, helping us out with kind of like manual labor stuff, you know, like data entry, helping, you know, make sure everything's in order with the numbers and things like that. And Harut, right now, he couldn't be here because he's working on that stuff right yeah. now. Yeah, Harut's okay. trading soccer right now. Trading soccer. Yeah. What would you say is your, and maybe maybe there isn't an answer to this, but if I said, what's your most successful sport over time, what sport would that be? I'd have to look at the numbers, but I mean, we re we do really well on NBA. Uh, college basketball, I think, is one of the softer markets, so everybody does well on college basketball um, and tennis and soccer. Those are probably the top four. Well, this this might be the easier question to answer. What's the sport that flummoxes you the most? That that you're like, man, I don't even know if this is even worth our time. I mean, there's several sports that I really dislike betting, but <laughs> if we have a if we have an edge, I'm still gonna bet it. You know, um, I don't really like betting MLB. Yeah, uh, I think that's what I thought you would say. The edges are really thin, but I mean, even NFL. NFL has a lot of good aspects to it. It's a very liquid market. Um, you know, you could you could build really good positions for yourself if you know what you're doing. Uh, but it's also th that market tends to be pretty sharp, like especially close to the close to the end of the, the like right when the match is about to start. Um, it's also one of these things that it, it's not static over time, right? There might have been a bigger edge in baseball five years ago that doesn't exist today sort of thing. You have to be aware of that. Yeah, I think I think the biggest challenge is with football is you kind of have to be OK with not knowing for sure. Because the seasons are so short and there's so few games, you don't have a big enough sample to know if, you know, uh, this is such a great point. If something if something is actually good or not, it's going to take you four or five, six years to actually be like, OK, this is actually good. This is profitable because you could have you can get lucky and have a good season or you can get unlucky and have a bad season. And, you know, you get lucky and, and your information could not be good mm -hmm. or you could get luck, uh, unlucky and your information could be good. So even someone who does well two years in a row in a contest, it's still not a big enough sample size. It's, not, it's too small. Um, the, give me the full year arc. How many years did it take you to get from day one to where you are now with I mean, over 200 outs and an operation of sorts? We've been doing this for, I mean, since... 2017, 2018. So it's okay. been about five, six years. It's not that long. No, it's not. It's not that long. No, but you just still... applied yourself. Yeah. And and I think one of the things that's helped us out the most is just 
being able to adapt because the industry is constantly changing. What was working when we first started isn't even around today. You know, uh, some of the sports books that were around when we first started don't even exist anymore. Uh, you know, edges come and go. You know, uh, edges come and go. Yeah. For sure, they do. Yeah. What if you if you had one piece of advice to give to a new bear? So a lot of people who are listening to this are sophisticated betters. A lot of people are new or newish, and they're like, "Yeah, this sounds interesting. I want to be." Just like that, I'll apply myself for five or six years. What's the biggest piece of advice you'd give to new betters? Um, read books. There's there's some really good books out there that just kind of lay out the basic principles. That was just kind of like the foundation that's set for us. And then from there, you just kind of learn things from, you know, looking at the screen or, uh, you know, meeting new people who are very talented at s certain sports. You know, you gain knowledge from them. Uh, just, just read and be open to meeting people and, and learning from, there's always something to learn from, from anybody. It yeah. doesn't matter. doesn't matter if they're brand new or if they're, if they've been in the game for, you know, 20 years and, and be okay, have the humility of not knowing everything yeah. and all that. Yeah. You're never going to know everything. Right. Which is, which applies to all walks of life, not just exactly. what we do. Um, and the biggest myth in all of sports betting, just to throw that out at you. That you can't win. I think that's the biggest myth. Because you can, you say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of people that are making a great living betting sports. It's not easy. The vast majority of people lose, but those people afford us the opportunity to win. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for the losers, the winners wouldn't be But winning. that's a big takeaway, right? That the vast majority do lose, and you've seen it up close and personal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because you've, you've taken in, ex, quote, unquote, experts from different sports, and you found out maybe not quite as expert as it was made out to be. I mean, yeah, you, you see what people are betting and then you find out, you know, hey, this person is not winning yeah. or, you know, there's a lot of, but then there's also a lot of people that are winning. Drew, Armenian better on Twitter. Um, we'll have you back. Let's yeah. do more of this. Sure. I'm curious about all the macro stuff. Yeah. Um, best bets is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.